boundaries aren't just about me keeping my energy. Boundaries are about me showing the people around me that they matter, that they are important, and that I'm going to show up for them, and that they can trust me. And these are all things that go into boundaries that I think are, again, the ripple effects. I don't think up front people tell you, oh, putting boundaries in place will do this for you. Welcome, everyone. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. No matter how hard I try, I still have stress in my life, and I know this translates into inflammation in my body at the cellular level. This oxidative stress ages my cells far faster than the years I've actually been on this earth. So to combat this, I take a little yellow activator. It's five all-natural ingredients in pill form that when combined together have a synergistic effect that help reduce the amount of oxidative stress on your cells by an average of 40% in 30 days. I was skeptical when I heard this, but this research was reproduced by Harvard, Ohio State, and others. I have been taking this for over a year now and have noticed increased energy, improved sleep, less aches and pains, and it takes me less time to recover from activities I don't do every day, so when we go skiing, I'm not as sore. I'm not recommending these supplements as a medical provider. I'm recommending these as a person who has seen great results and that hopes you may have improved health also. Please do your research and check with your medical provider prior to starting any supplementation. Hey everyone, welcome back. So today on the podcast, I want to talk about boundaries, but I want to talk about boundaries in kind of a different light. Oftentimes when people think about boundaries, they think about a fence and that fence will keep people out. So boundaries in a way are separating ourselves from others or telling others we're not going to be available to them or even having relationships dissolve because we're putting boundaries in place. What's really interesting to me about this is I've never really thought of boundaries in that respect. I've always thought of boundaries as kind of the opposite, as this is going to allow me to keep my energy. This is going to allow me to focus on what brings me joy, what goes along with my core values. So I can see why the word boundary can feel scary because you may feel afraid to set a boundary because you don't want to put that wall in place that doesn't allow you 
to have that relationship anymore. Or you might feel guilty because you're not spending time with that thing, person, whatever it is anymore because it drains you of your energy. So I can see why there might be some guilt around boundaries or a fear of boundaries that, you know, if I put a boundary in place, maybe that person won't like me anymore. I can see that. And I definitely have dealt with that. I'm a people pleaser and I deal with that. But when I flip the script and say, boundaries are going to help me. And I really enjoyed a quote that I read that said that boundaries really connect you with yourself. And the reason being is in order to set a boundary, you have to do a little self-reflection and to set a really good boundary, you need to be asking yourself questions like, what are my needs? What are my core values? What will I accept in my life? What won't I accept in my life? And a lot of times boundaries are violated, not because people mean to violate our boundaries, it's that they don't know where they are. And if we don't know where they are, we haven't done the self-reflection, we haven't asked ourselves these questions, then how are they supposed to know if we don't know? So here's a great way to know if you have poor boundaries in place. Things that you feel when you aren't getting your needs met, you can feel resentful, you can feel disappointed, you can feel violated. And so if you can pinpoint when you're having those pressure points, when do you feel violated? When do you feel disappointed? When do I feel really resentful? That means there might be a boundary violation there. And that is a place where you need to look hard. And so, you know, boundaries come in all shapes and sizes, meaning you can have physical boundaries, like you're tired when you get home from work and you need 15 minutes to recharge before starting all of the other duties. And so if you're feeling resentful when you walk in the door and you immediately have to start doing, you know, kind of your second job, you know, that may be a pinch point and you may need to look at that really hard and say, you know, what do I need in order to not feel this resentment? when you feel disappointed. So, you know, say this used to happen to me, say you're looking forward to a holiday like mother's day and your husband gives his mom a card, but doesn't give you a card and you're a mom. Well, I had to actually say that was very disappointing to me. And he's like, but you're not my mom. And I was like, well, the kids are like two years old and three years old, you know, you kind of need to help them honor their mother, which is me. And, you know, that's kind of your role, just like I do it for Father's Day. So these were things that I kind of had to talk about and stand up for myself about and, you know, talk to my husband more thoroughly about because I got disappointed. And that was a pinch point for me. I was disappointed and and really needed to speak up about what my needs were and what my expectations were for that day. And now I'm very clear. And I, it's hilarious to me because, you know, Phil knows I'm very clear. I'm like, all I want is a card and I want the kids to make homemade cards. I'm very clear. And he's like, nothing else. Nope, nothing else. Or I'll tell him I want flowers or I want breakfast. You know what I mean? I'll be very, very specific about it. And I don't mince words anymore because I did get disappointed. And it wasn't just once. It was several years. I'm not going to lie. Again, I'm a people pleaser. I didn't speak up. But that was what I had to do to to 
set a boundary when I was noticing I was disappointed. It's funny when I was doing research for this, it said violation. And, you know, I always think about violation with a physical boundary, meaning I don't want, you know, people to touch my belly when I'm pregnant. But it was funny when that came up, there's often times that I will feel violated at work and it is this terrible feeling. And it's because I don't have a good boundary in place, meaning that I'm being taken advantage of because I know how to do things. I know how to work the system. I know how to get orders in quickly or do things very efficiently. And sometimes I feel like I get taken advantage of for that. And that feels like a violation to me. That doesn't feel like resentment or disappointment. That feels like a violation. And it's interesting to me when I read that because I haven't put a good boundary in place. I am actually in the process of putting a good boundary in place around this, but I haven't put it in place yet. And it was really interesting to me what that word brought up. And so I want to pass this along because I want you to be able to identify those pinch points and say, I'm feeling violated, I'm feeling disappointed, or I'm feeling resentful. Notice when those are, notice what's happening. And you're going to have to do a little self-reflection of what do I need in those moments to not feel one of those things. That's the boundary that you need to look towards. The other thing I want to talk about with boundaries is the ripple effect that boundaries have that I didn't expect when I put good boundaries in place. And what I've noticed is when you have a good boundary in place, not only do good boundaries give you what you need, it also gives the relationships around you what they need to thrive. And this comes up for me a lot with trust. Because when you have a good boundary in place, let's say your boundary is I'm not answering work emails when I get home. That allows you to turn towards the people in your home and give them that much extra attention. It also, when you are on your phone or paying attention to things from work when you're home, that is telling those people that you love that really they're not as important as that email or as that text or whatever it is that comes in that pulls you away from them. And that's really important to me. And I just had it happen to me this week where I've had a meeting on the books, it's gotten canceled twice. And it tells me I'm unimportant. It tells me that even though I have blocked the time for this, the person that I'm meeting with doesn't have a good boundary on their time and is not blocking the same, they're not putting the same importance on it that I am. That breaks my trust. And especially in relationships, we want to build trust and everything is a relationship. You have a relationship with your job. You have a relationship with your spouse. You have a relationship with your children, with your dog, with your boss, with your coworkers. There's relationships everywhere. And trust is built off the very, very small things. I'm always surprised at the details that help me build trust, meaning somebody remembers your dog's name. Somebody remembers to ask you about that thing that you were going to on your way out of work. Those are where trust gets built. It's in the details. It is when I hear somebody gossiping, 
that breaks my trust because I worry if they learn something about me that they're going to gossip about it. Trust is in the smallest of details. And so boundaries relates to trust to me because if you have good boundaries in place, the trust gets built because if you say you're going to do something or if you say you're going to be somewhere with good boundaries in place, you'll likely be there for that person. You're going to be present for that person. You're telling that person they are important to you and their time and their emotions and their well-being is important to you. I just think this was a critical point that I wanted to make today about boundaries are not only for you, they are for the people around you so that they can thrive also and know that you're going to be there for them or you're not going to be there for them if they are acting a certain way or causing you to feel resentful or violating your whatever emotion or space or time that you're not going to show up in that way for them. I just wanted to make it very clear because I do think as people that are incredibly caring, and if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is you are incredibly caring. You are incredibly giving. You give way more than you receive. And I can tell you as one of those people, the word boundary for me was scary at first because again, I thought, well, people won't like me or I would feel guilty not giving more time to the people I love. But in essence, after I have done this work and looking inward, I'm actually spending more time present for the people that need it in my life and less time for the people that don't. So I love you all so much. I hope this helps and I hope it really is very clear to you that making boundaries is going to help you connect with yourself. It's going to help you connect with what you really want in your life. And because you can put emotional boundaries in place and where those pinch points are, where you're noticing the resentment, you're noticing the violation, or you're noticing the disappointment. When you notice those things, that's where a boundary needs to be put in place. So check in with yourself, do your core values. I'll always encourage you to do your core values. I will put the link in the podcast notes to the Brene Brown PDF so that you can go do your core values. These are the things that are going to move you forward and truly make you feel better. Not only because you're telling people around you, this is my limit. These are my boundaries. Please don't violate them. It's going to help you feel better because your emotions will not be violated and they will build on themselves. Their relationships will build. They will be more trusting. It really does snowball when you start doing this work. All right. Love you all so much. You take care and I'll see you back here next week. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review and also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.
The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.